Wow, what a weekend I had. I don't even know where to begin. Um, Going into this past weekend, I was expecting to have a very relaxing weekend. Honestly, I I was talking to Abby, my girlfriend, and I was saying how excited I was to have such a relaxing weekend because that doesn't happen often for me. I was excited because I I had an easy day at work on Friday and I knew that I was going to be free Friday night to just sit back, relax, eat junk food and watch TV. And Saturday, I would be free to do the exact same thing all day. Like I had no plans Friday night. I had no plans Saturday all day. And I had no plans Sunday during the day. And then I had to do a gig Sunday night. So I was excited for this. And then... I get a text message at around, I would say, 3 o'clock p.m. on Friday. I'm at work and I'm you know, just going about my day, daydreaming about the fact that in a couple hours I'm going to be finishing up my day and I'm going to be sitting back relaxing with my cats and snuggling and watching TV. I get a text message from a friend of mine asking if I would potentially be available to fill in for a role in the show Sister Act, which is playing, it's a musical that's playing at the Media Theater in Pennsylvania. And I was like, I mean, I guess technically I could, I guess I could. And they're like, okay, we need you to potentially fill in for the role of Curtis, which is the villain of the show. And like, I'm familiar-ish with the show. So I'm like, okay, I think maybe I could wing it, perhaps. So I start working on learning the lines for that, you know? I'm like, okay, while I'm here at work, I'm just going to download the script, I'm going to take a look at it, listen to the music, and just start to get used to his songs and all of that. A couple of hours later, I get a phone call from the artistic director of the theater, and he says, hey Kai, I heard that you would potentially be interested in joining our cast for this weekend, and I was like, yeah, yeah, and he's like, okay, we need you to fill in for the role of Eddie, which is different than Curtis. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, so I've been, I was rehearsing for a totally different role, but okay, let's do this. Now, let me tell you why I had to fill in in the first place. So, as some of you may know, there is a little thing called COVID that, is, that has taken over our lives throughout the course of this planet. And while people are starting to to behave like it's gone. It's really not. And there are people still getting COVID, including people in the cast of Sister Act. So the the cast had a little COVID outbreak, right? But they didn't want to cancel the show for whatever reason. I, I, don't, I don't know the reason why, um, but they didn't want to cancel the show. It was one of those things that's like, okay, we're going to do the show must go on type of thing. So they said, we're going to just try to fill in the roles. And they asked me if I would be interested in, in playing the role of Eddie. And I was like, you know what? I have a free weekend. I'm going to give it a shot. Let's just see what happens. It's a nice challenge. I haven't performed on stage since, uh, I guess this would be November of this past year when I played Mr. Black in Andrew Lippa's Wild Party. So it's been a minute since I've been on stage in a show and, and I had a free weekend. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna learn this part. I'm going to challenge myself and learn this part. And he's like, okay. This is the pay. This is what you have to do. So they told me that I had to come to what they call a put-in rehearsal uh, for the, all of the understudies and the swings. 
So that's at 10, that's at 10.30 on Saturday. Now, mind you, at this point, it's 5 o'clock on Friday. So at 10.30 on Saturday, I would need to go in, do a two-hour put-in rehearsal, and then the show goes up at 2 p.m. that day. 2 p.m. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend the rest of my evening learning lines and learning music. And that's exactly what I did. I... As soon as work was done, from 5 p.m. that day until I would say maybe 1 or 2 o'clock that morning, I was studying, studying lines, studying the script, learning a song, all of this stuff. Now, luckily, they had filmed one of their dress runs, like dress rehearsals of the show. They had filmed it. So the stage manager, Jackie, whom I've known for years and years and years, she had sent over a video of that of that run through. It wasn't by any means the final run of the show, but, you know, it was at least so I can get a vibe of the show and, you know, my enter entrances and my exits and blocking and all of that. So I, I spent part of the night watching that video meticulously looking at the track or the blocking of the person that I, I would be filling in for. And I took all of these notes and, you know, going through the script and by like one, two o'clock, I'm like, I need to stop because I need to get some rest because Saturday is going to be, be a very long day. So I go to sleep. I wake up at around, I want to say like eight o'clock, 8 a.m. Now, once again, I have to be at the theater at 1030. So I wake up around eight o'clock a.m. Um, you know, I'm just kind of like drinking tea, going over my lines again for the next, you know, I don't know, two hours because it takes about a half hour to get to the theater. So... Eight o'clock, go over lines, get myself ready, grab some clothes, you know, because I like I just grabbed some stuff that, you know, I could potentially wear because I was like, I hope I can fit into the costume. So get to the theater and I find out that not only is it a put in rehearsal for me, but there was another person that was brought in that wasn't a part of the cast to fill in for the ensemble. And there were people in the ensemble that were promoted, I guess, to fill in for the people, the, the lead characters that weren't there. So the the put-in rehearsal on Saturday was just epic. There was just so much going on. Uh, and I was, I guess, the least of their con- concerns, thankfully, because like they had a lot of stuff they needed to figure out. But luckily, I had spent I, I spent most of my night and all of my night learning the blocking, learning the music, learning the lines. And I ran through, I got to run through, I want to say 75% of my stuff. Um, And then around one o'clock, we had to stop because they had to get the theater ready to open the house. So I I got through maybe like 75% of my stuff, learned blocking, choreography, all of this stuff in in a matter of two, two and a half hours. So uh, we finished finished the rehearsal and I go in, I try on the costume. Thank God they have a costume that fits. And, um, so I, I, I just spend the next hour just like, you know, going over my lines and just being like, okay, I gotta, oh God, I'm going to be performing in front of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that are paying a full price ticket to see this show. And I have to go up and not only perform for them, but just do something, uh, just perform the show in a manner that won't ruin the hard work that this cast and crew and creative team put into the show because they had been rehearsing the show for months, right? And the show had already been open. So like they have uh, like a lot of a lot of background in this show. And I was coming into a theater that I've never performed at, performing with a cast that I've never met. 
And it was scary. So, you know, 1.45 p.m. comes around. I'm like, I'm about to do this show in like 15 minutes. Holy cow. I'm like sitting there at my uh, makeup station and I'm just like thinking to myself, you know, like I wasn't, it's weird. I wasn't even scared. I wasn't nervous. It was just one of those things. It's like, you know what? I'm going to do it the best that I can. I, I did the prep work. I feel pretty good. I have things sort of memorized. I, like, I know the gist of what needs to happen for each scene. And, you know, all of the actors on the stage, they've all been performing this show for quite some time. So, like, they, they, they can help me out if, if need be. And so 2 o'clock comes, the show starts. And I did it. I, I don't know how. Like, I'm looking, I'm thinking back on it now, and it's just a blur. It's just a complete blur. I'm trying to think about, like, everything that went down during the performance, but it was such a blur. There was only, like, maybe one or two moments where I was like, I don't know what's about to happen. and I, I Or, like, a time that I forgot a line or something like that. But I, well, we covered it pretty good. Um, I think the scariest moment was, uh, like I said, we didn't get to run through everything, right? So I knew that I had to come in for this random entrance in the middle of one of the big dance numbers and not necessarily do the dance, but have a quick exchange of dialogue with one of the characters like in between the big dance sequences. But I didn't know when I was supposed to make the entrance. I was like, I know it's at some point where the mute, like the, the dancing stops and I need to walk out and say my line. But I didn't know when it was. So... The, there was one moment in the number where the music had stopped-ish and the dancing had stopped-ish. And I was like, oh, I think this is the point that I need to walk out. So I start to walk out onto the stage and one of the ensemble members grabs my arm and whips me back. It's like, no, 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 don't go out there. And I was like, oh my God, I just walked out too early. Grabs me back and I'm like, oh my God, what's, what's happening? And the show kept going because like I wasn't supposed to walk out at that point. So I was like, oh my God, thank God. So, um... You know, a couple minutes go by, and then he's like, uh, "He's like, okay, go now." So I walk out, and I say my lines, and I walk back off. Oh my god, I was just—it was a blur. <laughs> it was just a blur, and uh, but we did it. We did the show, and here's a really cool thing: I in the show, my character of Eddie has this really cool song. Do you hear my cat? My cat is just like meowing right now. Um. Eddie has this really cool song called I Can Be That Guy. And it's a really neat song, but it's very like repetitive. So it's easy to like get the lyrics messed up. I don't know how I did it, but I sang it with the correct lyrics, both performances. Because I had a performance at 2 p.m. and I had a performance at 7 p.m. And I sang the right words. And in that song, it's just me and like the backup dancers. Like, that's it. And so, like, if I mess up the words, like, I'm, I'm just on my own. So I walk out. I'm like, oh, sweaty Eddie, sweaty Eddie, all of my life. That's what they've called me. And that's what I've been. The blur in the background, the king of uncool, the first at the office, the last in the pool. And it's true. What do I do? Tell me, why can't you see? There's much more to me deep within. Picture a guy, a knight in rhinestone armor, gleam in his eye, a silver white smile. Sharp threads moves like and I'm staring, a turner of heads and cool beyond comparing. 
Bring in pride with a spring in your stride and a fistful of style. And I, I can be that guy. I can be the cock of the walk and the talk of the town. Leading the pack when the action goes down. Yes, I, I bet you I can set the world astir. If I ever let myself try, hell, I could be that guy for her. Foolish, I know. I've never been a charmer. I just can't let go. But if I could, I would show them but good that I, I could be that guy. I could be the dude all in white, bathing light on the floor. Living out loud as the crowd shouts for more. Yes, I, I could holler yes to destiny. It's time to step out, no more fear, no more doubt. It's time to grow some wings, it's time to fly. Oh, I, I just got to believe. I just gotta, gotta, gotta believe. If I only believe, if I only believe that I, yes, I can be that guy. I can be the, oh shit, what is it? I can be the cream of the crop, says the pop, all the rage. Blazer and hot in a spot center stage. Yes, I, I got what it takes to fade away. Oh, who am I kidding? I'll always be sweaty Eddie to her. But before it's my time to die, hell, I will be that guy someday. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sing it. And I didn't mess up the words, except for this time that I just did just now. <laughs> but it was all a blur. I didn't think that I would be able to do it because I had just learned it. But I did it. I'm not trying to like flex here. I'm really not. I'm just proud of myself because I was scared out of my pants. But I did it. So the first show was just like, oh God, I just want to make it through. But by the time the second show came around, I I had a feel. Like I I was just feeling so much better now that I knew what was supposed to happen. (laughs) Uh, And I did it. And so the plan was for me to do Saturday at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m., and then Sunday at 3 p.m. And I was expecting to, to be back with the cast. So like when they were saying goodbye after the seven o'clock show, I was like, oh, I'll see you guys tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And as I was uh, leaving out to, to go meet my mom, because my mom had uh, came to see the show. And as I was walking out to the, to the lobby, uh, I bump into Jackie, the stage manager. And she says, hey, great job. And I was like, oh, thanks. And she says, so... Um, the guy playing Eddie, he was clear. He was cleared. So we don't need you tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's fine. Yeah, I had a blast. Blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I was like, okay, well, now I have a free, you know, morning, afternoon. And then I can just get ready for my gig Sunday night um, for, for a cabaret that I was doing. A little, little fundraiser thing. But a little, another part of me was like, man... I won't get to say goodbye to this cast. Like, they were so sweet. They were so kind. And I, I, I legit said, see you later. When really, I should have said goodbye. Because I, 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 I 
wasn't able to perform because the guy playing Eddie came back. So it was a little bittersweet because you're like, you work so hard and like 24 hours just flew by and I was, I, I was in a show for 24 hours and I was thinking about them today, you know, at around three o'clock when I'm, you know, getting ready for my gig and I'm like, man, I hope they, I hope they have a good show today. And even though I was only part of that, that cast family for literally 12 hours, um, they, it was a nice, it was a nice little family to have. Believe it or not, this is not the first time I ever had to step in last minute. But this was the shortest amount of time that I had. But uh, I would say back in, I don't know, 2016, 2017, around then, uh, I had to fill in for a show called Miss Saigon, which is all song, by the way. No dialogue, all song. And uh, with that, I had about three days of rehearsal before we went up, two or three days of rehearsal before I went up. Um, but that was like super hard because I, I just, I mean, that's a lot of music. Uh, to play, to learn, but I, I did it. Luckily at the time I was working from home. So I was able to just like legit practice while I was, you know, working. Um, but man, this past, this past weekend was in, insane, but it, it was also, it was humbling, but it was also very enlightening and, and fun and invigorating. And it gave me like this extra like push where I'm like, man, I could, I could do it. I can be that guy. <laughs> I did it, and I'm 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 proud of myself, and I, I'm happy that I challenged myself to do better, to, to to do something that I could have easily said no to. But I'm happy that I I decided to do it, and I'm happy that I got to tell you this story today. Mm-hmm.